Okay, so this one right here, this one definitely, this one definitely goes in, uh, goes in deep. Um, you got, you got dialogue, you got cutting right through the bullshit into the heart, the heart of things, and and trying to, you know what I mean, probe, probe the deeper stuff. This one, this one probes all, all, all the deep stuff. Um, it's 4:40 a.m. Just listen back conversation from. About eight hours ago, it's raining. Um, known Aaron for a long, quite some time, and uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I think this one's gonna be satisfying. Definitely doesn't 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 skirt around anything. So that's something, right? Okay, cool. So we're at seven o'clock. On Wednesday, May 24th, 24th, on the roof. That's enough intro. Um, Done. That's Done. all you get. Yeah. Um, Sean is uh, drinking a Fiji drinking, water. I have tri- triple, triple fisting Fiji water. Natural artisan water. How can it be natural and artisan? I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good question for Herman Hesse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like, Steppenwolf. 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 It's a great band. This is one of your. This is a book that. When did you first read Steppenwolf? Um, I first read Steppenwolf when I was a sophomore in high school. Okay. And it yeah. took me a long time. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Is that right? Yeah. Probably yeah. two thousand six. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um. I read Siddhartha first. Okay. I read Siddhartha during the MCAS tests. What? <laughs> just like, that's classic. You just yeah. don't want to deal with the test, so you just read some Yeah, well, I also, I would like, I would like finish early, and we were like doing MCAS tests that didn't really matter. Yeah. Like they, they were testing the test. Okay. And so I... Fuck, I mean, fuck tests. Fuck tests. Yeah. Yeah. Side so, note. Okay. Side <laughs> note. Just to establish where we stand on tests, fuck okay. tests. Um, okay, how, how did you, how did you, did, were you recommended it by someone, or how did you get into Herman Hesse? Um, Do you remember? That's a great question. Um, I believe that it was um, my, I close it a little bit so I don't smoke up your room. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was my, the cantor at my uh, temple. Cantor? What's a cantor? Uh, it's like the person who's in charge of the, of song. Okay. So like, yeah, there's a rabbi of, and a yeah, and a course, cantor. Of course. Um, it's actually the, it's the opposite of a decanter. So, um, Why well, is a decanter anti-song, non-song? Have you ever heard of decanter? Isn't it's a decanter like, a type of vessel? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. No, there makes was, sense. there's okay. no follow-up. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Beth Levin, uh, who was like one of my childhood mentors. Okay. This woman absolutely filled the room with energy. Yeah. Um, and. She, I was like this wild kid in Hebrew school because I was so quiet in regular school. Uh, and so I would go to Hebrew school and I'd like be singing and dancing and like wilding out. And she fucking loved it. All my, all the other teachers were totally exasperated with me. Yeah. And they were like, this fucking kid is making my job hell. And it's not even my like job. You know, they like, yeah. went there like one hour a week yeah. and taught Hebrew school. <laughs> and just wilding out at yeah, the... Yeah, exactly. What's, what's the name of the... What's the name of the place? Synagogue? The synagogue. Or at Shul. Yeah. yeah. But we always had half an hour of 
singing of like songs and um, that was my absolute favorite part. And so uh, I just, to be honest, I still feel like she's one of the people that gets me the most in yeah. like in the world kind of. Yeah. Because so you, she like you really going, loved that you were energy. going you were going to uh, prayer like recently frequently. In yeah, high, pretty, high school? pretty frequently. Um, my family, when I was a kid, we would go every Friday night um, for Shabbat for a little while. Okay. But um, by the time I was in high school, everybody was so busy that yeah. that wasn't happening. But I still went to Hebrew school every Wednesday. Okay. Every Wednesday night, because yeah. I again, I like I had these two kind of worlds when I was a kid. Yeah. There was like the world of Reading, where there were no other Jewish people. I kind of mm. had like a couple friends. I was starting to build a friend group there. Reading, Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. Boston. Yeah, just um, outside Boston. And then I I had this this whole other group where I like felt in some ways more myself and uh, felt more seen. And that yeah. was like once a week I would go there and feel that. And so anyway, this, so this woman. Um, I don't even I don't remember how she brought it up I think but she I was like talking about being on a spiritual quest yeah um, and like not quite believing the things that were um, none of like none of the like paths that yeah. were in front of me and yeah. she was like this is a book about somebody who is doing exactly that hmm. and, and it's really beautifully written so you should take a look yeah yeah there's a thing with with Steppenwolf where it's like I was just reread the the preface again mm. um, and just kind of going through some of my notes earlier today but you know like the, the author's note that Herman Hesse writes from uh, I think it's like 1961 it's just like a giant warning it's, it's a giant warning yeah. exactly it's, it's like, like this isn't you okay yeah exactly he's like yeah you think you get this but that's not the fucking point bud like, well, maybe, okay I know, I know. You, but a different character yeah. is you than you thought exactly yeah. exactly basically saying like because when you think of Steppenwolf and like and almost like my idea I had of this book in my head is like the quintessential like counterculture like mm -hmm. like anti like fuck society man mm -hmm. like you know what I mean um, or like constantly existing on the periphery right and then like going further which yeah. is like what ends up happening in the book right but, the, but I think the warning is saying like this isn't like uh, um, this isn't promoting like you know like hermetic behavior mm -hmm. um if anything it's you know it's 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 a, someone with an illness and he's finding his path to healing right right comes back around right, right? well i wonder uh, i wonder whether i mean first of all at that point 61 right is when he mm -hmm. wrote that is when um i mean like he's starting to see a, like a big rise in i mean or, yeah it's it's becoming very popular but also just like counterculture in general exactly. is starting to become very popular exactly and like the idealization and romanticization Romantic, of that exactly uh, that's precisely right. and like and herman hesse like really got his big following in the in like the 60s mm -hmm. is really when he fucking blew up right uh, i think I, I, right um, or i would imagine maybe i'm making that up but yeah. let's just say that's true yeah um, no i think that's i think that's right it's interesting also because, like, it, he, um, the book kind of reads like a romanticization of it. Yeah. And then, the and beginning. then at the beginning, yeah. he's like, but, uh, but that's not what it is. Okay. So how, so how would you synopsize it in a couple sentences? How would I synopsize it? Starts out. There's a. So there's ask a, you a question or answer. No, oh, you, go you, you go first, and then I'll I'll jab in when interject. Sorry, okay, so there's a formula. I'm, I'm sorry, I haven't listened to any of these podcasts. So there's a formula for how it works? Not at all, not at all. I just, okay. I just, I just sometimes think that it's good. Okay, so there's a, there's a, it's pretty much, it's about, you know, it starts out for a section, there's a guy who gets, uh, 
new boarder in, their, in his house. Mm -hmm. He's living, he's living uh, um, upstairs, and he's this old ass dude who's like kind of raggedy, um, and he's like, but he's super deep. You can tell. You know, he's very, very he, deep. He's, he, yeah. he, he, he's, uh, he's got like a calm demeanor, yeah. but there's something alien about yeah, him. Yeah, something kind of troll worthy a little bit, a trolley a little bit. You know, he's like, he's kind of on one, like, but he's like, he's like put together, but he's raggedy, but he he's has like, a somewhat disdainful expression, yeah, I think. Yeah. I think the, uh, the nephew says, but he also, um, is like extremely polite. Yeah. 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 I, w I will say, okay, okay, okay. And then basically, and then, and then, one day, and he sleeps all day, or he does. He's, he's very, he's very. He stays locked in his room, or disappears for days. It's weird sleeping habits, weird eating habits. Mm -hmm. There's a um, weird smell coming from yeah, the room. It's like, he, he yeah, like what's the smell? What's the very smell? queer. Uh, I mean, later like, when he goes weird into the room, clinical, yeah. uh, well, later when he goes into the room, he says like all he finds are stacks of books. Yeah. And cigar butts, yeah, and uh, empty wine bottles. Empty wine bottles, so, maybe one banana peel. I think he says, <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, yeah, which sustained him for a month long. Exactly, period. and then one day he disappears, mm -hmm. and he finds a manuscript. Exactly, um, and then fifty pages into the book. Here's the manuscript. Here's here's actually the book. And that's when it shifts. This is when the book exactly. begins. Exactly. Yeah. And then And we do get we also get like a picture of domesticity from this guy, the nephew of the um the woman who is um the, the border. Right, the, right. Or the lieutenant, mm -hmm. the whatever. Yeah. Um, and landlord. we get a picture, yeah, landlady. the landlord, landlady. Uh, who, she's like a person who is quiet and appreciates normalcy mm -hmm. and um, I think like abides by most societal like rules and laws that, right. that you and I would consider to like determine a bourgeois kind of right. whatever. And he is like infuriated that he, this woman likes the border and won't kick him out. The, the son is. The, the nephew son, is. The nephew is. The nephew is yeah. like, why the fuck are we hosting this? This guy is this a dude weird who's dude. wiling out. Yeah. They go to like, I think they go to like a poetry reading or something, and he's like sitting there, and there's a specific like expression on his face. And he like he like closes his eyes and he's mouthing the words or yeah, something. Yeah, just like he's just laughing at everything, essentially, mm. right? Isn't mm. he? He's just kind of like, <laughs> look at these fucking sheep, right? <laughs> Isn't he to some degree? Like, mm. and then when you read that as you know, the, the person who's opening the Herman Hesse to try to find, she's like, oh yeah, totally, I'm just like that, like, fuck everybody. That's interesting, I didn't, I didn't read it as like him, at least at that point, I wasn't like thinking of him as being disdainful of all the people around him. It was like, um, it was like he was the, he was the, he thought he was the only one that could appreciate the experience in like a true way. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't sure that he was like um, looking down on everybody. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was just me. That was just me. What I do. <laughs> so, did that side of it? Did that side of it when you read it? Because like, um, did that side of it? The initial. I feel like there's two phases. The first half where it's like a, a portrait of of an aging mm -hmm. artist guy who doesn't have his feet in any established spheres, mm -hmm. and he's a little bit rancorous, and he's a little bit. You know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and then that's something a lot of people probably can relate to. Sure. And then there's he's this... constantly questioning whether he's taken the right path in life, whether it was worth it to sacrifice all of the like right. domesticity and right. bourgeois comforts yeah. that he does value in some part of right. himself for this true path. You right. know what I mean? And and uh, um, there's that side of it, and then it shifts in the second half when he meets a woman. What's her name again? Um, Hermine. Hermine. Yeah. Um, and then the last 50 or so pages is like them just getting very lit uh, sure. off of some type of shit 
that yeah. her friend Hermine's friend Pablo gives him, and he's like dancing. He's never danced before, mm-hmm. and then it spirals into some other shit. And there's some there's some element of a sh- something you know there's a there's a come coming back around in the second half. But mm-hmm. the the, the, the what what spoke to you when you were a sophomore in high school trying to figure out your truth? Did that first half of it speak mm-hmm. to you at all? And some shit where you're like, yeah, like these high schoolers, like, they don't get it. They don't see me how I am when I'm outside of this. School. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the outcast well, say, element of it. So so what I'll say is, Beth actually recommended Siddhartha to me, and I read Siddhartha in this period where I was like literally sitting at a desk with a completed test in front of me, Beth? reading it under the Beth Levin. That What's was that? the Cantor. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, taking yeah, it back. Yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah, back yeah, historical. Like, so, okay. yeah, yeah, way okay. back. Who, what character yeah, yeah, is that? Yeah, yeah. There's a, who's there's that? A, wait, there's a canter in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in there, that book too, if you look really hard. So, um, she recommended Siddhartha. I read Siddhartha during the MCAS testing. And you I read was, Siddhartha first. I read Siddhartha first. Yeah, and yeah. that was like my eyes opening up to an entirely new world. Okay. Because like this, the fact that somebody is like talking directly about this experience, this desire for more, okay. even when you're consuming things that are supposed to be sufficient, and they're not speaking, and they're and they're the, not speaking. The MCAT uh, preparation test book wasn't quite, you know, wasn't quite, wasn't pushing all the buttons. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. quite, you know, yeah. okay, I like, I like quite yeah. get me to catharsis or yeah, to yeah, yeah. climax. It was a if you sick will. intro to, to so geometry. I finished that book, yeah. but I was also <laughs> left with a feeling that it was an incredibly beautiful book. Okay. And I, immediately pass it on to all of my friends. I was okay. like, this is absolutely a gorgeous portrayal and a yeah. successful portrayal yeah. of, and it, it, it's magical in a way because it's like, you know it doesn't happen like that. At least at, at 15 years old, I knew that you don't quest, 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 achieve spiritual enlightenment, yeah. become the Buddha. Yeah, that's kind of what die, Siddhartha's you know? bent is. I mean, that's kind of I haven't it. read Siddhartha. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's the story of the young Buddha, essentially. Okay. But at the time, you were like, this is it. I was like, this is beautiful. This yeah. is the spiritual journey. But yeah. also, this is a little bit too beautiful, I think, was the feeling that okay. I was left with. Okay. And so I started looking up Ass's other books. I see. And that was when I read, like, some review of Steppenwolf, which okay. was, like, a dark portrayal of, like... Uh, a man's lonely spiritual quest. You wanted to see age. the shadow side of this too. Yeah, I did. I did. And yeah. there was some reference to like dreams and apparitions okay. Okay. and like the 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 dark psyche of a man coming to light. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I so I opened this book hoping young Aaron. <laughs> oh yeah. That, I want to bring on the darkness, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was thinking that like the spiritual. I just I think at that point I was like the spiritual quest doesn't end well. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really what I was thinking, and and um, and so I that's what Pretty like woke for a sophomore in high school. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, at that point, I was also like fucking, like jumping through graveyards and reciting song lyrics, and then finding the song lyrics on tombstones with with oh my, my friends. God. And so I was like, I very much I believed in this process, but yeah. I knew that it didn't end well. Okay. Because I didn't have any. There were no other. There were no examples right, of people right. who had successfully done it. Okay. You know? okay. And so I, I wasn't so. But you're seeking something, and you yeah. have an idea of the thing. So then you yeah. you find so Steppenwolf. I, so I find Steppenwolf. Yeah. And I think that the sections. It's cool that you like. I I like thinking about the book in sections. Yeah. Um, indeed. Because the first part is like the view from the outside. Right. Of like this is fucking weird. Yeah. This guy <laughs> is too, like, it is on one. Like nothing. Like I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. I know that I don't understand what's happening, but I don't really care. He's just not. He's queer. He's not doing the things that normal yeah. people do. Yeah, fuck this guy. Um, yeah, and 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 to some degree, fuck this guy. <laughs> he he like he's disdainful of me. I'm disdainful of him. Yeah. Uh, and then the second part is we start to get from 
uh, Henry Holler's perspective, mm-hmm. and he is who's a Steppenwolf's uh, government name. <laughs> well, self-proclaimed Steppenwolf is a concept that right. he, he grafts himself onto. Right. But anyway. and we just we essentially just get this like really misanthropic view. Right. It's actually like it's almost less romantic and less ideal than the view from the outside Indeed. at first. Yeah. Because we're this guy is just totally tortured. It's almost like yeah. notes from the underground man. Yeah, absolutely. It's like walking flat classic that classic walking or like stumbling like around walking, at night. Sad. Yeah. Like doesn't think much of anything, yeah. but also doesn't think much of his own like critical faculties yeah. and his ability to distinguish between things. Yeah. So he's like, everything is terrible, but who am I to say anything is terrible? Right. I know that I'm called to a higher, I have a higher calling, yeah. but I don't know what it is. Yeah. What was me? That's better the worst than all feeling. you, but I don't know why. Yeah. That's the worst <laughs> feeling a man can possibly have. Right, and that's right. essentially what Henry Holler right. like, says in that first part. It's like, right. the, the worst struggle man can go through is feeling as if he's called to something higher and yeah. called outside of the world that he's in right. and not knowing the path to that. Right. Right. And he says he like experiences it sometimes with music and sometimes with jazz and, and um, yeah, Mozart, he keeps, he Mozart keeps that his idea, his idea of the immortals of this eternal sphere you can achieve is based in these highfalutin, uh, composers and thinkers, na- yeah. mainly Goethe and, uh, and, uh, and Mozart. And Mozart. Yeah. yeah. And I think that part really appealed to me because that I connected to. That was my day to day, I think, at that point in my Talk life. Talking with your highbrow references? <laughs> that was your mean? I was just like listening to Mozart and Mozart <laughs> constantly. Low key. Low key. <laughs> I was playing them in my headphones at lunch. You guys no. listen to Flo Rida at school and Pitbull. <laughs> no. I got I mean, that Mozart. I think. Uh, I had just... think of what popular music was in 2006. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I had just... Shingy. <laughs> Meet me at the Okay. So, I'm not going to the Holiday Inn. No. 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 Okay. I, I'm I sorry. So. That, was, that was too deep of a cut. That, <laughs> that was, was really... I went too far. I stopped. Way stopped too three. far. Stopped yeah. at three. Okay. Okay. So, 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 so there, there, to some degree, you were relating to this. Yeah. I was relating to that, like, that kind of, like, the first part of the manuscript. Okay. I was really relating to. Indeed. Because just like... That's what rocks you. Yeah. How do you deal with the mundane when you feel like there is something that exists? Yeah. Yeah. There's something else out there. Yeah. You don't know it. You yeah. can't see it. You can't touch yeah. it. But you are... You know, cursed to to know it, unlike what seems like everybody else around you. Right. Um, and then that second part, yeah, he meets Hermine, and there's almost like two parts to the second part because Indeed. there's the part with Hermine, which is almost like a romance, right? And you think he's finding love. Exactly. There's this other outsider. Yeah. She is like the manic pixie dream girl right, before right. the proto manic manic yeah. pixie dream girl. Um, and that's the first like, half of the second part. That's yeah, the first yeah. half it's of the second courtship. part. And it's like, I, I'm taking you on a journey. I'm going to yeah. show you things you've never seen before. Yeah. He's like, I've been waiting for this yeah. my entire life. Yeah. You're you're taking me to the outside. Yeah. I've been on the inside looking at the outside. Now you're taking me to yeah. the outside. She's she's the savior. And then trying to get saved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's definitely he's trying definitely to get trying saved. to get saved. Yeah. Low key trying to get saved. He wanted to be saved. Uh, yeah. And and then the second half of the second part is. It's just—it's just a shit show. Shit, total shit show. It's like, oh, you wanted to be on the outside. Yeah. Now here you are. There are no yeah. borders. There's no rules. Uh, and he's lit. Gonna, he's and lit off something. He's lit. He—I mean, he's tripping. He's tripping balls. Because I will just real, real quick. Yeah. Something that kept coming back was like something because you 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 told me about Stephen Wolf. You're like, this is because you read 
a book that I, you know, the subject text was, I was like, this is, you know, and you read that and I was kind of like, I need to read a book that like you really fuck with and I wouldn't normally read. It gave me okay. several of a while ago. I started it, mm -hmm. immediately saw this picture of the fucking guy in the boarding house right after I move into his collective house <laughs> and I'm like sleeping all day. I'm like, nope. I'm like, like, no. I'm like, no. She saw too... all the Henry Hollers have been crossed out and Sean had been written Dog, on. Yeah, I yeah. literally, I was like, how did they know? Anyway, yeah, low key. I was like, this is too much, dude. I gotta wait until I get some distance. Um, but then Steppenwolf kept coming up in different contexts for me. And one of the contexts was Benjamin's uh, on Hashish. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about altered states and he, right. he referenced Steppenwolf as one of the early things of like an instance of someone getting Getting super lit and seeing some type yeah. of divine illumination or I will say I, I yeah. feel as if every uh, kind of like big writer who is into drug experiences wants to claim Steppenwolf. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Everybody's like, no, 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 he was on my drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm he pretty was sure he was, was on the LSD. Uh, was he was on psil yeah, psilocybin. You know, exactly, like, exactly. But I, I say that more just to say like that was an interesting uh, coincidence. That, okay. like, that was yeah, sort of yeah, like yeah. the universe telling me like, bud, it's still oh, there. Gentle nudge. Yeah, Steppenwolf is still sitting that, there. That blank cover from Batman only. Covered in yeah. dirt. Covered in dirt. Skin <laughs> slowly brown. Yeah. Um, okay, but but what you're saying, so then there's the two parts of the second half, mm -hmm. um, and one is a romance, yeah. almost traditionally. Yeah, it's it's, I mean, it's like a rom com that you would watch now. This manic pixie dream girl outsider right. doesn't obey the rules. Right. She's like, "Come dance with me, you yeah. old man." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he old fuck. And he's like, Sorry, "I, I, so I don't, yeah. I like, don't oh. dance." He's like, "Oh." And she's like, well, let me show you my the freedom of my ways. And she mm -hmm, goes mm -hmm. and introduces him to the jazz musician. Yeah. And he's like very racist about it. He's like, yeah. there's a, he's a I dumb Negro. There's some who, such like, shit. There's some such. I was rereading my notes. The, you know. I saw a couple oops. Yeah. It was like, come to this club. Like, great. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's, it's the same yeah. as, as like white quarterbacks are extremely intelligent. Right. Black quarterbacks are are natural talent. Right. It's right, it's right, very right. much that this Pablo is. He's just in tune with the the yeah. nature of the universe because he's, he's bestial, the, he's the, animalistic. With the ethnic dance moves, yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. Dude. But uh, yeah. anyway, yeah. you know, yeah. sidebar, uh, sidebar, a book, a book of the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was the twenties, man. It was yeah. Anyway, uh, um, but um, so he gets introduced to him, and I think that's really when the character of the book shifts, Loki, yeah. because. Because yeah, Pablo disappears for a long time before he yeah. comes back at the yeah. end. Yeah. But I think that a lot hinges on him and the contrast between him and the Steppenwolf. Or, yeah. or him and Henry Holler. Yeah. And I I mean, just to bring it back even to like the, the preface where uh, Hesse is like warning us. He's like, don't see yourself too much in him. Yeah. This is actually a cautionary tale. Indeed. It's like, it's a tale of dealing with an illness. Yeah. Um, and he was seeing Young or one of Young's protégés at that point. Yeah. Uh, and so he was seeing him as a patient. Uh, Hesse was the patient. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And okay. so, so he's, he's self-analyzing. Yeah. His, he just turned fifty when he wrote this book, and he was like, "This is a, this is a, basically he's like, this is a midlife crisis book, <laughs> but this isn't a fucking. I'm not sixteen, yeah. like romanticizing, yeah. like yeah, yeah, exactly. But but so I think a lot of what Haller is going through is, and 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 the danger of the book is that. We see the Steppenwolf right. and the bourgeois yeah. Henry Holler, and we see them as a true dichotomy. Right, right, there's, exactly. There's one and the other, yeah. and we're operating in between right. them. And right. and and the you know the goal is to find some kind of balance, or probably or the what, danger what most more, countercultural yeah. people is thinking: fuck the bourgeois, fuck the bourgeois. That's what I'm saying. Let's get into the fucking. I want to be a lonely <laughs> wolf of the steppes. One of my feral. one of my favorite 
one of my favorite lines um, from the book, when the book started to shift for me, where I was kind of like, because, you know, maybe at the time, this was like, you know, someone read this in the 60s, like, yeah, this is, like, fuck, fuck, fuck you, dad, with your suit, man, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. go, you know, yeah. and for, but for now, it's almost like, this is almost like an absurd parody of that archetype, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But when it started to shift, and I was almost like, what is he saying here? Like, is he, like... You know, like yeah, I kind of do that, but like I don't, I don't. Uh, you're you're making it too, you're making it too apparent for me. But then yeah. when it changed, it was like a little on the nose, but yeah, a little yeah. on the nose, but but the point was like, people who think that it's a true dichotomy between the Steppenwolf and the Henry Holler, the Bush, you know, mm -hmm. have never looked at a real wolf, mm -hmm. a real wolf, a physical wolf. What do you mean by that? And he he talks about how. The real wolf lives in a myriad way of, um, you know. Sometimes he's got to go mm -hmm. like hunt, but then sometimes he's got to, uh, he's got to, he's got to fucking like, you know, fucking. I mean, a gang wolf, up. A wolf has his own society. That's a what wolf, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Has its own way of interacting. It operates in both yeah. spheres. Mm -hmm. So, so there are hints. To, you know what I mean? Like, you definitely, if you're trying to read it and you just take, get that takeaway that it's about saying fuck bourgeois society, you probably kind of ignore the last 50 pages, and you right. probably ignore. Yeah, I don't know what you were doing. With yeah, the last yeah, 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 yeah. You're just like, think okay, that that's, that's something crazy happened. Yeah, he got lit one night and had some ideas. Let's go get lit and like you know, yeah, right? Yeah. So or so, like that that maybe the interpretation is that that is all within the sphere of the Steppenwolf. Right, right. That's all within yeah. the the wild, ferocious, animalistic destruction of um, any sort of normality. Yeah, just going into the jazz club and like trolling it and then yeah, leave. going into the hall of mirrors. Yeah, and the hall like of shattering. Mirrors. But that's yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so I want to just bring it, I, if there is any formula, it's that I don't want to just talk about the book in a vacuum, and I want to br Great. bring it back to tangible things in your life. Cool. Um, so, like, when you, you feel like when you're a sophomore in high school, you, you got that full spectrum, like, because, you know, did yeah. you, did, what did you, what did you, how did you, how did it leave you? Did it leave you going, oh, yeah, I got this uh, side of me that wants to say fuck everything and go off on my own, but the real message is something mm -hmm. different, and... You know, it's something more complicated. Do you feel like you got that? And did you read it again? You must have read it multiple times since yeah, then. Yeah, I read it. And how did your different readings relate to it depending on what was going on in your life? And yeah, like... good question. I mean, I think um, when I first read it, that was the first like kind of eye-opening piece to me that about how flexible personality okay. was. Okay. And kind of about how false the cult of personality yeah. is. And so I was finding myself, when I was a sophomore in high school, I was starting uh, to be a part of a friend group kind of for the first time and it was this group of four guys that all were really intense and intelligent and oh, still with, on yeah. a spiritual quest yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah i'm still friends with all of them yeah uh, nate fisher yeah. mike wandell john oliver uh christian Castle. shouts out the squad yo 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 shout out shout out redding insert area special place I, we, I mean we thought redding was this uh our block flux yeah. of spiritual energy. How could it not be with all of us being in one place? Yeah, okay. Uh, and so I was part of this uh, group, and I we had developed a, a system of spiritual categories okay. uh, to think about the world, which had to do with the playing card game Magic the Gathering. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, so in Magic the Gathering, there are five colors. There's red, black, green, white, and blue. Interesting. And each of those colors has a specific personality and attributes and strengths and weaknesses. Huh. And we took those as being uh, traits of personality for people. Huh. And so we would describe people as being red and blue or red and green or black and white or huh. something like that. Can uh, I do a quick sidebar? Yeah, sure. Have you heard of the, the, the Murakami book, Colors, Colorless Tsukuru Tazaki and his years of pilgrimage? It's his most recent novel. 
it's just interesting because it's like there are four friends and they're black, white, blue, and red, and he's colorless. Mm-hmm. And they all kick him out of the group, and then he doesn't figure out no why, and then thirty years later he figures out. Anyway, keep going. Well, <laughs> but then he becomes green. Yeah. Like, becomes, Aaron, shout out, you were becomes, right. He's green with envy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, sorry. So then, uh, okay, so you're developing the system based on Magic the Gathering, mm-hmm. and it's color based. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they what, what do they say? Yeah, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we developed the system, and we're and we're trying to. I mean, we're really trying to like pin the world down in okay. all of these ways yeah um and that is at the point where i'm starting also starting to idealize each of the members of these of this group because uh let me tell you each of those guys that i gave a shout out to yeah. is um could be a cult leader in their own right they really could okay uh they're powerful personalities and yeah. i'm that's the first time in my life that i'm connecting with people enough i think okay. to be in awe of a person okay and to uh idolize them or uh, envy them okay. in any real way. Okay. Before that, I could I could do kind of like puppy envy. I could like yeah. see something that somebody had and want it for myself, but there wasn't any real understanding of what it meant for them yeah. or how they interact in their daily life. And yeah. so I'm falling in love with these four men yeah. and also coming to understand who they are in yeah. some way that is pretty structured. Okay. It's through these colors. It's through... Do the colors apply to each of you guys? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. what color are you? Yeah. So, uh... Oh, you're getting to this. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, I mean, I can tell you. So, each of the colors... Uh, red is uh, about passion okay. and uh, a valuing of emotion. Fiery, passion. anger. Yeah. Green is about community, okay. empathy, connecting to others. Okay. Black uh, is... Uh, selfishness or uh, you know it's it aligns most closely with what the category that Slytherin would kind of embody it's Interesting. Um, being self-serving it's being it's seeking power Interesting. It's all those things white is the color of rules of systems okay. of desiring formulas and huh. uh, understanding and then blue is thought it's intellect uh, it is valuing the mind over the body. Is this in the? Is this implied in the Magic the Gathering the game at all? Or is, I mean, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So each of the colors, you know, it's a category of cards, and there are at this point thousands of cards of each type, and they gotcha. tend to fall under these. You know, gotcha. Uh, gotcha, green gotcha, is gotcha. nature, and, right, 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 and right, blue right. is sorcerers. For and sure, for sure. Red is fire and interesting blood and I like that. The archetype damage is five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm trying to understand all these people, and I think that, and so I met them all my freshman year. We had something that we called the big night my freshman year, which was when we all kind of went out all together yeah. late at night. We all snuck out of our houses yeah. and we wandered into the cemetery yeah. in the center of town. Yeah. And <laughs> you guys just trolling in the cemetery? And we, yeah, and we were just wandering through, and that was when... Each of us kind of fed off of the other's energy. Somebody said, I think there's something going on tonight. I think the spirits are rising. I think this, I think that. And all of a sudden, each of us, we were all in this kind of like fervor, almost yeah. like witches, yeah. uh, you know, around the around the cauldron. You guys drunk? Speaking tongues. No, we weren't using okay. any drugs at that okay. point. Okay. Uh, I mean, I was drink- I'd been drinking for a little while, but yeah. these other guys, they hadn't touched alcohol, hadn't smoked weed. Okay, you guys are not kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and... We started singing all of these song lyrics from what started as the Red Hot Chili Peppers, who was uh, my favorite band and the favorite band of most most of the other guys. And then folks threw out Godsmack lyrics that almost seemed like they were creating a poem yeah. with the Chili Peppers lyrics. So it almost felt like they were part of the same script. Okay. And then we continued doing that 
and kept throwing out new bands, new songs, yeah. kept singing the, the lyrics and continuing the verses without yeah. dropping a beat, without yeah. letting it go. And the whole time we're wandering through this cemetery at, at dusk. Okay. Uh, and then what, when it really started to get creepy is we started, uh, I believe Nate was singing some Beatles lyrics. Um, and he was singing Eleanor Rigby, maybe. And then we passed by a grave that said Rigby. Okay. Right. And then we're like, oh, fuck. This yeah. is really this is really happening. Uh, and so then we each of us starts ranging across the cemetery, yeah. searching for these different gravestones and calling out the names and then lyrics that associate with them. Or, um, and I, it was just... To this day, it's like one of the most intense experiences okay. I've ever had. So this is an instance of you coming in, in one sense, coming together. So reading Steppenwolf and then coming to, coming together with seeing other people in like like projecting yourself towards other people and not being isolated. But then you guys are also all posted in so the graveyard solo. Pre Steppenwolf. This is pre Steppenwolf. Okay. It, I'm sorry. This is a this is a long diatribe. It's my way of uh, I think like explaining some of the ways that I feel okay. about Steppenwolf because I think this happens freshman year and completely changes my world. Okay. And then, and I, I am thinking about the world in, in these categories way? because okay, it okay. strengthens this like theory of spirituality of the five colors. Okay. Of okay. Okay. The categories of people. So this of, is, this is you, this is you kind of lost in some spiritual system. We like created a religion at this, at okay. that point, okay. freshman year, late freshman year. And then I start to experience Siddhartha and then Steppenwolf right, right, right. on my own. Yeah. And it is like the destruction of the that The destruction system. of that. Okay, is, I got you. And, I got and you. the last 50 pages are really that to me. It's the I first see. time that, uh, you know, the those experiences with those four friends were the first truly intense experiences that I had where it felt like myself reached beyond myself. Okay. And... I think people will believe in anything yeah. that does that for them. I see. And they will hold on to it yeah, forever. For sure. Essentially. Yeah. And then I read Steppenwolf, and that last 50 pages was like the pillars that I had just erected, erected just crumbling, crumbling down. So in a way, it wasn't, yeah. So in a way, you saw you saw through the foolproofness of that system you've yeah. developed, and you yeah. saw that there's always an outside. Yeah. And I think that that, that happened um, based on the um the scene of, like directly about the multiplicity of personality yeah that's the, what I was the chessboard just get to the, yeah 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 uh so when he is sitting across and there are all these figures on the chessboard and they seem to really resemble him right and in different aspects of his life right and it seems as if this man is playing against him and then he starts playing and he realizes that he can play them in any level or degree that he wants yeah. and then the board is wiped clean and he realizes he can do it again yeah he can reset it and play yeah. his life out in any innumerable ways yeah. in infinite ways and he yeah he he, he there, he's not fixed into one oneself he isn't there's fixed ten, into oneself ten mirrors and they're all him and they're all different and then they all shatter is yeah. that kind of what happens yeah. when he gets lit? They shatter and short? then even because then the 10 10 personalities is not even that much yeah there's I can, thousands. I can, there's thousands. I can name for myself ten for aspects sure. of my personality, sure. ten ways that I am. Yeah. Uh, but then they they shatter. But that's that's relevant to something we talk about too, right? Because I feel like we're always. I feel like whenever we have a little like riff, mm -hmm. it's like, it's the assumption that we fix each other and we fix each things. other into very specific that, objective states. I feel like you said that to me. Like yeah, yeah. You think I'm just like one thing, but then like, I've, 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 I've felt that. About you too, because I felt because yeah. in a way I felt like you so, felt like I okay. fixed you, or you felt like I felt like you like fixed me. You were, yeah. I felt like you fixed me because that's okay. also why Steppenwolf was super real for me. Because in the beginning, mm -hmm. like 
like it was like a recognition of that yeah i was like why are you recommending me this book because like it was almost like i yeah again so like and then i right when i was like aaron okay steppenwolf huh and then you were like oh what you think it's all you and i was like <laughs> fuck yeah maybe yeah but but then but then it was also so like i felt like you're kind of like trolling but because it was also like because i feel like i feel like there was even like a fucking line that was like that was like I felt like it was. <laughs> I'm gonna keep one thousand. I'm gonna go kind of yeah, in. Go in. I feel like there was a line in Seven Wolf like, that was actually low key like some shit you said to me like the first day I came out here, the first day I drove across country and oh, I, wow. I arrived here, and it was like fucking driven for 24 hours, and it was like 10 p.m. and you and Beth and Shaw were here and you guys were mm. all lit and I fucking was like I was just like oh my god I made it you know what I mean. Yeah. And you were like, and then, and then like, Charles was like, oh, like we're gonna sleep tonight, like, cause I don't have anything set up or something like that. And I was like, oh, oh, like, uh, and Charles was like, you should sleep in like one of the beds or something. And I was like, no, 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 it's good. I'll just get my mat, and you know, do that shit. And you were like, oh yeah, yeah. See, that's his thing. That's his thing. He just doesn't need anything. Like that's that's. that's see, look, everybody, look. That's his. Thing. And I was like, bruh. I was like, bruh. Like, you know what I mean? I just met these people. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, don't fix me yeah, now. Tell them I'm, who I'm, I am yeah. Already? I'm not anybody to them yet. Like, let me just this is my, let me. It's my shot. Yeah. Let me let me let me do it myself. Let you me know. Start over, yeah. And I feel like there was something. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. But it's just interesting. Like, yeah, it's just interesting that that the mirror that because it's like it is a it is a kind of slippery thing. It's not a thing where you go like, oh yeah, the self is malleable, mm-hmm. um, and that's the epiphany you have when you know what I mean. Sure. And yeah, then yeah. that's now it's applied to life. Like we could sure, constantly. Yeah, yeah. We're I realized constantly, this when I was a sophomore, and I've never fixed right, anybody right, since. Right, I've right, never right, fixed right. myself. I, right. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. That was that was interest. That was that was interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think we definitely uh, do that a lot to each other. I wonder why. The, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, part of me thinks that it's when when you feel, like feel a force moving in a direction, which is certainly what you are. Uh, it it's a pressure. It yeah. feels like a, a single point right. of pressure. It's not a million different things happening. It's not movement in a million different directions. It's this like one pressure on right. you. And in and that seemingly in the world, and I wonder whether you are a person who is able to make choices and then commit and dig in a yeah. thousand percent on them, like walking across the country, right? Uh, and your ability to do that doesn't make you a single thing, but it is almost like a faux single thing. It's like um, when I was dealing drugs in college. And you would get the capsules, yeah. And you would take the powder and you know scoop a little bit of powder and you put it in the capsule and then close the capsule. And it's like, oh yeah, this is just one thing. And really, it's just like a bunch of powder in there. Okay. So yeah. you're saying you're saying the thing is, in a way, you said I wonder if you are the person that can fix something because in a way that type of project is, is yeah, it's a concerted thing. It's like walking for a long time, but I also like wasn't, I didn't have a plan hmm. or something like. I feel is that the tension like like I am or or, or or we both think that we're being open to a lot of stuff but then we're usually fixing ourselves in one way well wait, wait, what, or, what you, or wait, it's what, the opposite it's the opposite because right? I'm like because it's the tension outside, that I it looks don't, like I, you're making a large choice that like determines but you feel a like large I'm not committing to a thing in a group well that was part of we what we like really got into when yeah. we first moved in yeah was this that you not needing things and constantly moving on your own. Right. And then really at every moment possible, it seemed like right. you were rejecting the support or like participation right. of 
the people you were living with. This is what this podcast was for to get into this. <laughs> to really get into it. Yeah. Good. Okay. Okay. Which, okay. you know, yeah. Okay. To, to so, in a way, so, so you're saying, so you're, that. so you're saying, in a way, it was like you are acting, you're, 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 at, you're the early Steppenwolf. You're pre Epiphany Steppenwolf. You're like off on your own shit all the time and you're trying to show everybody how, how to well, be autonomous. In some ways, I was thinking that because I, I think that you bring up some of my insecurities. Also, because in what I think way? the reaction of like fixing a person is partially about what you think is going on and partially about making yourself feel comfortable because you feel comfortable when you're able to understand people. Right. You're able to like say, this is what you're doing. This is what that is. This, this is, is what you're, yeah. you're, you're organizing this mass of fucking yeah. chaotic. And so I think phenomena for, I, for me, categories. I mean, like I, I like have spent a long time committing myself to a particular kind of action. Right. To being a union organizer, and right. like it's taken a lot of emotional and psychological energy. Yeah. And also, other parts of me continue to live on and thrive, which right. is these like poetic and bohemian and Dionysian. Yeah. And all these things that, in many ways, escape the project of forming a union in the workplace. Right. Right. And so, for you to arrive, right, was to bring up uh, a lot of those things okay. about one the life I could be living yeah uh, to the things but I think more than the life I could be living like the the things that I could be making central to who I'm choosing to be right it seemed like we both are these people who there's a myriad of values that right. we pick from right. and we picked different values and we said this is what I'm gonna be about for a while yeah yeah okay and while I would reject anybody who told me that was what I was doing yeah or have been doing I yeah. think that in many ways that's true so you so then so it's okay so so in order to make myself feel better about it I also fixed you in a couple values right, that you right. Had okay so chosen. so in a way yeah so in a way you want to feel like and I'm this is a reflective statement this probably applies to me too so I'm not mm. this isn't a criticism or whatever it's like in a way it's like you saw more you wanted to think that you were in this open space and you're seeing a lot of things differently but and, and embracing a lot of difference but to some degree you were going towards one path and fixing your or something like that and then yeah okay yeah well i mean in this world it it does there there's a there is a tension between uh yeah. the myriad self and right. action right right for sure for sure yeah and and you and, have to the mirror so then, itself and the act itself. So then, I should say. yeah. So then, in some to some degree, you know that. So then, you're, you're what you're saying is like, all right, bro. I see you with your fucking with your manic energy and your right. your backpack. But like, what do you do? Like, you got to do something. In no, a group oh, of, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, you were doing something. I was like, you and me, we're in the same boat. You've right? made a choice to right. be active, to be one thing, the same as I have. If you're gonna tell me that I'm one thing. You're also one thing. Okay. I think that's what was going on. Especially, I mean, like, I'll bring it to the uh, to the incident with the couches and the piano. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you didn't want me to bring that up. No, I don't care. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like... It, what was the I, incident? I feel Explain like, it for people. <laughs> so, uh, I just... Here's the themes, and then I'll, I'll describe the actual physical okay. incident. So, this the theme so in my mind... I love how deep we're going in right now. <laughs> the theme in my mind was uh, infinite possibilities exist. Okay. And it's exciting to talk about all of them. Yeah. But when, like, 
one is being put into action, that's yeah. like the destruction of all these possible worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. feels bad and yeah. it's scary. It's like writing about an event. Yeah. Once yeah, you write about it, you kill it because you yep. can't remember all the nuances and all the yep. different different albums. You get one point of view yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So the event was uh, we have a particular arrangement in our living room of couches and a piano, and we <laughs> have a, a party coming up, and we're discussing, uh, I believe Sean brought up, what it would be like to move the things around. Yeah. Uh, to make more space for dancing or more space for hookahing or uh, create more of a nook where like there's an enclosed space with couches facing each other. And so we're like That's key. all Last standing couch. around. Yeah. I'm, I got home from work. I'm like tired. Uh, uh, a bunch of the folks have been drinking together already and they think their night is winding down. I, I don't know where Sean has been all day. Where were you? That's it. Where, where were you coming from? I pro- fuck, probably, I probably, I've probably been sleeping all day. I've probably been sleeping all day. I probably yeah. just got up. I was just having my morning coffee at 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Getting ready to no, go. No, it was in. definitely like 10 or 11. Okay, okay. Uh, and so everybody's kind of like standing up, and this frantic energy is starting to emerge. Okay. With, uh, we're talking about, oh, how could, well, would this, how would this work? And yeah. what would it feel like to sit here? And oh, we tried that already. And we're, right. some, some of it is argument, and some of it is collaboration, and right. some of it is all that. And, at a certain point, there are murmurs of like, well, let's just do it. Let's figure it out. Let's, let's just do it. Okay. And, and yet the con- conversation continues. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is all, this is the POV. All right. This yeah, is the, yeah. What, this one, is your side. You know, yeah, keep going. Uh, it is okay. one of, you know. Yeah. In my telling, I fix myself. You know, I, For I lose sure. Some it's of okay. The it's okay. That's, uh, that's what we must and do. And so though. then uh, I like take the initiative to kind of be like, all right, let's really do it. And then right. we can figure out more once we've actually moved some of this stuff. Right. Uh, which was when the energy in the room really started to turn, it felt like. Okay. And uh, Sean uh, is, like, not with it. Doesn't, is, like, starting to be like, no, I don't think we should move the piano. I don't think we should move anything. I have doubts about that arrangement. I have doubts about this arrangement. Like, we shouldn't do anything. Uh, I start to move stuff, and then Sean's like, all right, well, fuck this. Like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not, I don't want to do this. Uh and then we, and then um, I'm like, I like take a pause, and okay. I'm like, yo, yo, Sean, like, you know, try to check in. And, yeah. But at that point, communication is totally broken down. Okay. There's no going back. Yeah. Uh, so then we just move everything, uh, and then uh, my girlfriend KB uh, is living in Scranton at the time, and texts me that she's like about to fall asleep, and so right. I go to have yeah. a call with her. Yeah. Uh, and then. Downstairs, people are sweeping for what was underneath the couches, and it's all fucking dirty and terrible. Uh, and I come down like 40 minutes later, and people are tired, and Sean's like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> no, I just said, I just said, because I just said, because you never completed the project that you started. Right. You moved something halfway across, and then you similarly felt this energy of like, all right, you don't want to play along with this game? I'm going to dip also. And then, like, I come back in, and there's, like, a couch in the middle of the fucking walkway, and there's shit everywhere, and I was kind of like, all right, well, I was, you know, now we got, someone's got to finish the task, and I felt like, all right, well, I'm going to finish the task, going to finish the task, and I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, okay, 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 okay. so what, what's the significance of that event? That's me, that's, what, what does that say about me? That's in the context of this, this binary. Well, I wasn't, I'm, I'm I wasn't trying to see the possibilities. You. I was, I was saying that one theme that ran throughout, as I said, before I recounted the physical incident, we'll, we'll go back to the tape, but, uh, yeah. is this fixing of a plethora of things into one thing. Right. The, 
the, all the possibilities of what this room could be into the right. one that we actually move it into. Right, right. And it's like the chessboard. Yeah, yeah. It's and you're you saying that you got to you got to fix it into something. And I and I don't want to see. I don't want to in order to act. And I don't want to see. I don't want to. I don't want to see the action. I want to dwell on the possibilities. You don't want to open the box of shredding your stuff. Cat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because then once you open the box, it's definitely alive or dead. If you don't okay. open the box, it's okay. both. Okay. Or it's neither. But okay. Okay. But perhaps. And the same goes for your personality. I think. Okay. Well, we don't need to fix everything. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm acting right now. Uh, I, okay, but perhaps what made me feel uncomfortable in that situation mm -hmm. is when, when if you want to do something, it might just be a basic, a basic feeling of like uh, individualist outlook versus like a group outlook or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like because if you want to do something, you can make a call and you can do it, right? But then if you're if you're trying to get a group to do for everyone to do the same thing it's under the guise of some type of communality mm -hmm. but if you're the one deciding and not listening to other people mm -hmm. then you're not only you're 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 unable to make the make a fixing move but then you want or it's like you don't want to make a fixing move on your own so you want everybody else to affirm it mm -hmm. in order to make it feel more but then the challenge of making a, a fixing move, an acting, an action move, is a solitary action. You know what I mean? And it's a, yeah. so then it's like, it's okay to make a fixing move, but then, but then, if it's under the guise of something like else, that, yeah, don't pretend it's something else. Yeah, don't pretend like, it's some other it's communal thing. You're or, making yeah, a yeah. call. You, that, sure. that, you know what I'm saying? Perhaps. How does that? How does that apply? Because I think, because I think, like when you when you realize that you can't be off by yourself. When you realize you can't be off by yourself, you can't be the Steppenwolf, you can't be like fucking stumbling around at night. Like it's not gonna, no one, you know, no one's gonna, no one gives a fuck about you. No one's gonna save you de facto. You have to plunge into new, unfamiliar scenarios. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to go into that fucking jazz club and like just see what's good and like let let things take you, but wherever they take you. But that's still a terrifying move because no one's there to catch you. You know what I'm saying? And well, the, but, yeah. being plunged into difference of being forced to shed that self that you think is fixed and allow yourself to go into other stuff is like, is like a leap in it, in it. And it's, totally. and so then it's like, so then it's like maybe something about, so then, but then, but then again, but then again, I reflect on my time back then, uh, the headspace I was in back then. Mm. And I almost think about, you know, taking, being, by myself, in my van trolling around, coming across so abruptly, I almost feel like I was on some low-key PTSD shit when I arrived here. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I think my end—I did have a very reactive energy mm -hmm. that was, that was, like, because I felt like I, you know, and you know, it's like kind of a classic thing I've been saying of like, of like, dude, we're like this is a bubble. Everything's mm -hmm. a bubble. You know, like what's out, what's out there, what's right. out there. Do you know what I mean? And I don't, yeah, and I, 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 I don't think that's a good energy. I think I, I understand also that like. Yeah. You know, now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Looking back. And because like, you have to play, a, like, that's what Hermine... Constantly saying, well, there, there's, an there's another thing. There's, there's another, another thing. Because that's what Hermine says. You gotta remember. You th Hermine yeah. says to him, oh, you think that no one else sees what you see. Yeah. They yeah. do. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing else but each other. Mm -hmm. So you have to play along. I was... Well, the other thing that you I was... Know? Yeah. The other thing that I was going to bring up is, is about, like, this communality versus solitude. Because yeah. I think yeah. part of what you were just saying is, like... Even when you are in communal situations, mm -hmm. the like the Steppenwolf 
is still your true form, almost, in a way. You're like, you're still alone, you're still making choices alone. Are you alone. talking about you generally you or, to, me gener- or me? You generally. People, you generally. People one, general. One, one is still one. alone. Yeah. One is still Indeed. alone. Indeed. One is still alone making decisions about yeah. who one is. Yeah. One is still, even in the midst of everybody, even right. when you're in a crowd, even if there's a specific a house down, yeah, or there's a specific, still, if there's yeah. a specific way way of interacting, even you when know? you're arranging a living room and trying to, yeah, or ask questions or right. do whatever, you're still, you're making a decision about what your life is, who you are, even if it's on the confines of that yeah. of that context. I I think that's true. I wanna I wanna set that up. Well, I think that's one truth because I think also in like in the same way that Pablo in the end is like he's like making fun of Henry Holler. He's yeah. like. You like this guy just like arbitrarily chose the Steppenwolf as yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. the representative of like this one personality yeah. amongst millions. And right. like this book is about a person who essentially it's it's almost like he's breaking the fourth wall and speaking directly to the to the reader. Yeah. He's like, This book is about a person who arbitrarily decided that two of these personalities are the most important. Yeah. And that that life is about the interplay He's of those two. He's fixing himself into a binary. Yeah, exactly. Arbitrarily. Exactly. And probably and, reductively. And what, like some of the results that we see from that, we we experience in this uh, hallucinogenic state, but he murders Hermine. Yeah, he murders her. <laughs> he, he murders her. Not only does he murder her, but he also goes in this fantasy where he murders like a hundred people. these people. He just he starts just murking like, just people. For, and he doesn't even know why. Yeah. He's, he's not angry he's or like, sad. Because they're in cars. Or, yeah, they're in cars. They're in Fuck cars. cars, bro. I'm, I'm up in the tree and they're in cars. And they're so like, they why did you murk me? He's like, because you're driving a fucking car. Yeah. He's like, I wasn't even going over the speed but limit. Then, he's like, every speed is over the speed limit because you're a bourgeois <laughs> fuck. Yeah. But then there's a little girl in there yeah. who doesn't die when the car yeah. crashes. And then he takes her out, and then she's okay. He doesn't kill her. There's like why is the that? rules make, it's make no it's sense. A, well, what are the rules to that? What are the rules in that in that world? What, yeah. He's Were you still on a thread through. though? I think you're still on a thread. You should finish that. It was about communality okay. versus individuality. Yeah. So, that, uh, I so to say the about the consequences. It yeah. feels like part of what's happening is like are the consequences of uh, fixing oneself in a dichotomous state. Yeah. And this particular dichotomous state yeah. are like being highlighted. Yeah. And the dichotomous state is thinking about either one is a, a single entity making choices for oneself and yeah. is always alone no matter what situation they're in. Yeah. Or the self is entirely absent and yeah. one is only following rules Gro- of and, yeah. and like being well-groomed and yeah. being a member of society. Yeah. The consequences of that dichotomy are that you cannot truly be with people. Yeah. That's what it feels like is being said. Okay. Because throughout the book, Henry Holler does... He ends. He starts alone. He ends up alone. Yeah. His, his hallucina- hallucination is alone. It's Dionysian. You break through. He has some form of community. The person who we see him be closest to throughout the entire novel, he literally murders. Yeah. Okay. And why? Because he's jealous. Because she's lying with Pablo in that moment. He's jealous. It, she prophesied it. I mean, yeah. she told him that but he dude, would. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. But let's talk about that binary. Because I don't think that. I don't think. Yeah. You could see the fault of that binary. Of individual versus group or whatever or whatever you know what I'm saying or be togetherness versus separation but I think that is a age-old I, I think that is a almost a psych a psychoanalytic uh, or basic psychic uh, the binary that is ingrained in us from mm-hmm. what being togetherness when you're a young child with the mother mm-hmm. and then separation I don't want to make it all Oedipal but because sure. something that was actually when late in the book, I, I started what, what I started to think about was like first I was like this is so fucking almost cringe worthily per, uh, uh, hyperbole of this mm. this 
man solitary man outlook and like it was almost uncomfortable like i don't want to look at this like because i know you know what i mean like i know i know it's what we're all battling against like like all whatever 20 something men who don't want to or whatever not i don't want to gender it either but because i'm speaking for myself whatever mm -hmm. but um but then it was like there was a point where he, he remembered his wife who left him like he had a wife who left yeah. him and then that was suddenly i was like whoa like maybe maybe that's the root of because like you know that that mm. first thing where you're like you can you you kind of are and then he also has a yearning to go back to childhood yeah so it's like so it's like it's like well and but for the last section he is in a childish state right for right. the entire section but he and, can't live in it but he can't you can't stay in that you know right, what i mean right. so like i felt like to some degree like one of the the tangential or the, one of the incidental epiphanies of it was that like this sense of this whole archetype of the man who like wants to maintain some type of specialness like and is you know as he as he achieves increased separation from whatever that oneness feeling was mm -hmm. as he get you know gets older mm -hmm. um has to do with like those early we build construct early structures to continue that feeling of being the center of something mm -hmm. as we get old you know but then mm -hmm. as those crumble you're forced to deal with yourself and then you're like okay i'm, I'm just myself this i'm gonna project myself further into that self mm -hmm. self until you have some kind of breaking point some kind of death mm -hmm. where you realize that you're not de facto special and then there's nowhere else to go but various rules in various insular groups of people mm -hmm. you know what i mean like and maybe that's like sort you of realize you're not special and then you're like you realize right, well, you're not de facto to, special i well, then choose to be i can thing. murk myself and, uh, yeah sure and, and, and let it. that build up or i can just fucking go into the fucking living room be like aaron wants to move the couch how can I help here? Mm -hmm. And not think that my fucking shit, you know what I mean? Or like, what's good? Or whatever. Like, let's just play the play the game, dude. Right. Play let's the play. fucking game. It's not that serious. It's not that fucking serious. Right. And that's also the thing that happens at the end. Right. The, the, laughter, laughter. the laughter. The laughter. And it's also the classic hallucinogenic out. experience. When you pan the fuck out and you start giggling. It's hilarious. It's almost like because you see your insignificance, but you also are okay with your particular... Bibi was talking about that is mm -hmm. in the mushroom experience in the last one. Where it's like, it's, it's your POV... Of your minor POV and the, the God's yeah. eye view, the G-O-D, like... <laughs> yeah, POV anyway. and G-O-D. Yeah. Well, I remember you telling me about one of your first mushroom trips. Yeah. About, like, being, like, somewhat cold in the woods and uh, hugging, like, a, a warm rock mm -hmm. to your body and cradling yeah. it because it felt so good. Yeah. It felt so good felt just so to good. hold that. In the fetal position. In the mind, fetal position. It, and then... It you like said you like became aware at some point of what you were doing and then like started laughing at yourself yeah, yeah. about how hilarious it was that yeah. you were tripping on mushrooms yeah. and holding yeah. like naked sophomore holding a, uh, a warm rock yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah and i think that that like that laughter that laughter is something i want to talk about more yeah yeah so because that's when you come back around that yeah. maybe is the only unquestioned thing in yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's the laughter. It's the laughter. That is like the one thing that isn't ironic. It's yeah. not sarcastic. It's not... Um, even when he like finally kind of like flip, flips the script and is like, Henry Holler is not a true journey at all. Yeah. You know, this dude is fucking... He's a crotchety old man like yeah. looking for thrills and trying to escape himself. And in the end, he does. But do you really want to do that, kid, yeah. kiddos? You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's but, the path you want. but it does feel like when he hears that eternal laughter, yeah. something true yeah. is ringing out. Something yeah. like true beyond the confines of any of the structures previously right. talked about in right. the book. Right. And yeah. I wonder like what that like I mean, you and I think have both talked about 
uh, some frustrations with the irony of our age. Indeed. Uh, of millennials or Gen Xers or yeah. uh, hipsters, right? Yeah. The the ability to appropriate and take on anything yeah. and like the search for uh, validation that inevitably leads to like dismissing uh, whatever you've taken on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Dismissing the culture you come from, laughing, you know, my La- dad my dad is this, you know, laughing at you know, and demonstrating your own strength and yeah. and uh, power and worthiness yeah. through that laughter. Yeah. It's and a different kind of laughter. Well right, that's my question, is like what kind of laughter is this and how does it relate to It's a pointing haha laughter versus a laughter at and laughter at oneself and one's insignificance mm-hmm. with like everything. You know, with everybody else. You're laughing with other people at yourself. Right? Something like that. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a directed laughter. It's a general. It's a general mm-hmm. laughter, at at one's smallness. Mm-hmm. But then the the fact that you're laughing is an okay, is a sort of okayness with it. Yeah. Well, you know that's I mean? like it's like the ultimate. It's not that acceptance. serious. Serious versus joke is mm-hmm. something that like Bologna always talks about, and that's there's a point in that where he was like, it, it comes back and forth. It, it it recurs. Is the play? I mean, it's like the play is for Mad Men only. Yeah. It's like what you're you're called to to see and experience. I like I I always think about um the the connection to um T. S. Eliot's. Love song of J. Alfred Prufrock. Okay. When he says, um, "I am no prophet, and here is no great matter." I oh, fuck, oh, fuck, and I lo- and I lose it. There's a, uh, and I've seen the eternal footman hold my coat and snicker, and in short, I was afraid. Oh man, I wish I could. No, that's that that's at, But I've seen the eternal footman. Yeah. Yeah hold my coat and snicker and I was afraid and I was afraid so the laughter is can be scary because suddenly you're not serious you're not the serious prophet yeah. this, you're like doc you're just butchering this quote no man it's not <laughs> what are you saying no, no, it's, uh, <laughs> you guys see your eyes I, was, I know over. I know my, my eyes are like so no, circular no. I've seen the, I've seen the moment of my greatness flicker I've seen I have uh, seeing the eternal footman hold my coat and snicker, well, and in short, I was afraid. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this like it's a terrible. All of, it's my entire project. Yeah, it's my entire life. Here's here's the thing, and it's it's not even a big deal. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, that everything that I've worked for, I've I've had a moment where I saw it all held up and laughed at. Yeah, and I was terrified. Yeah, and. That is, I mean, that is terrifying. Yeah, it is terrifying. That is like why mushrooms are terrifying. Yeah. Then what do you do way. after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, what are what are the criteria you can use for anything, for any project? Nothing other than every now and then, just remember, just check yourself before you wreck yourself, real quick. You know, no, <laughs> yeah. but for real talk, just check yourself real quick. Like, is that serious? Is, is that serious? You know what I mean? Or yeah. something? Well, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's the like. That's too neat. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like I feel like that connects a lot to the like the irony of our age is like if you check yourself, then you'll be okay. No, if you just like yeah. if you just like have some sort of self awareness, then like just by virtue of the self awareness, your projects are elevated. No, but the, ir- the irony. The irony. The, okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait. Say that. Say that again. I started thinking of a different thought. And I kind of zoned out. No, no, you're fine. So like the idea that uh, like by virtue of some kind of self awareness that you're like self-awarely listening to rock music or something right. like that. You're like, oh, I'm super lame. I'm listening to Creed, you know? That, yeah. like, that somehow elevates your, the, the action. That yeah. elevates your, 
your project. No, but I'm not to a higher level. I'm not saying that check yourself means like let's let's not commit earnestly to this thing I'm doing, but let's 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 establish a layer of self awareness about it. That's not what I'm saying. Mm. I'm saying the impulse to be hyper self aware and go into every scenario commenting on and judging it mm-hmm. is what needs to be checked because what you're saying when you're doing that mm-hmm. is saying my point of view is more important than this basic this basic shit right here or like roots and, itself to something objective yeah it's right? and, and that's yeah, why the, it's the, yeah. the commenting impulse is the objective impulse mm-hmm. and it must be shown to people right it must be right. that's that's the impulse because that's a self that's a self-centric idea yeah. and that's what must be checked yeah, it's also you establishing somehow, you know what yeah. what what is bad you know what is evil and what is sus and you're gonna point it out every time the, like uh, you don't like fucking this, know but it's this like da vinci code impulse right that like that uh, that at some point down the line through the lineage of hundreds and thousands of years there is some direct connection to like truth mm. or to God or something that, that can be made right. that will exist and that is why and, and like that all informs your ability to comment and yeah. criticize and like decide on the on the worth of something yeah yeah <laughs> so I will say I feel like what threads must be tied <laughs> what threads must be tied I mean so I will throw in the mix just that I I reread Steppenwolf for the third time that's good uh, this is good yeah this past year okay wow uh, and I fell in love while I was reading it okay I brought it to Satellite Cafe a couple blocks down yeah I was reading it on my day off yeah and I looked across, and KB was there, yeah. reading Demian. Yeah. And I sparked up a conversation, and we've now been dating for eight months. And lit. It's very lit. <laughs> uh, Increasingly so. It's becoming dusk now, but yeah, colder. And did you feel like so you you tie you you you, you yeah keep going. <laughs> That's what's up. I have. Okay, I have too many disparate thoughts right now. I can't, there are no ties. Okay, so one thing is that uh, with my therapist recently, yeah. I've been struggling with this idea of uh, a fear of becoming one thing. Okay. And how do I avoid that? Yeah. How do I maintain the feeling that I think is uh, a plurality most common in probably uh, recent college graduates? Yeah. That I can be anything. Yeah. Yeah. And and perhaps to some degree I am everything at this one at this one moment. Okay. And as we contain, progress through our lives, yeah. how do we maintain that feeling? Yeah. Or how do we not succumb to the despair of feeling of, of what it feels like to lose that? Okay. Um at the same time, uh the other thing that I've kind of been going through with my therapist is uh, a very similar thing that I it's funny that you brought this up that I said it to you when you first moved in. This like uh, desire to not need anything. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the I, dream of ultimate autonomy. Total autonomy. I, island status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the strength that comes from that. Also, yeah. where it develops. Yeah. Uh, what time are we at? We're good. We're good. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, which like I've been delving into more like the the discrete moments where the desire to uh, escape need develops. Yeah. And most often it's 
where need is presenting itself. Yeah. That's so, that's the, the moments when need present when you feel you recognize a need in yourself is when right. is when I begin to recoil panic is, begin when I, is when I begin to prove that I do not need it to show to show it to show it to, to make yeah to really it feels like a test and and uh, it feels as if uh, you know in my original spiritual uh, scripture that we came up with freshman year of uh, high school high school there was. Not only were there the five colors, but there were also degrees of wokeness. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, okay. There were... What tier are you on? <laughs> there were sheep. Okay. And, and the sheep was uh, honestly uh, an enviable position. Blind, naive. Yeah, for sure. Childish. Yeah. Uh, and then there were monkeys. Okay. And they were like the first level of wokeness that disdained the sheep but obeyed the rules of society okay. completely. Okay. Uh, then there was the otter. Okay. And the otter uh, lived within the societal realm, followed many of the rules, but enjoyed it. And okay. and saw the main, uh, was essentially hedonistic, saw the yeah. main goal of life as, yeah. as being joy. Yeah. Uh, then there was the fox, which was when that joy Faded, or when you first experienced something, a deeper kind of joy yeah. that was beyond a playfulness. Okay. Uh, and the fox is the kind of bodhisattva, the seeker. Okay. Uh, and then beyond the fox was the hawk. Look and the that. hawk has the aerial view. Indeed. Is above, can yeah. see kind of all, like, loses a single perspective in many ways. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Well, okay. And when you are reckoning with your the smallness you feel at feeling like you need something you you're what are you you plummeting down that that tier and you if you're autonomous and you can go wherever the fuck you want and have everything you need all the time you're, um, you're the hawk no i think when we're like confronted with or the the theory was when we're confronted with deep needs that yeah. need to be satisfied yeah what's going on is a test Okay. And a test is the barrier between one level and the next. Okay. The, okay, I see. It's the veil. But you're talking about how your impulse manifests itself in your need to prove mm-hmm. to, to people that you don't need something. Right. To, not, something... to not be fallen in some way. Right. Okay. And what have you? What have really you? How people? It's it's to almost entirely to myself. Okay. Unfortunately, but, if it were to people, it might be easier to deal with. Right. And what have you? Have you been? How have you reckoned with that? Has you know what I mean? Has mm-hmm. have you been able to enact that type of, or, or are you? Do you still feel like needing things makes you weaker? Um, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. I think like the the struggle for me is far from gone, uh, and what I've developed are like tools for dealing in each of those situations, which are essentially uh, like taking a step back and laughing. Yeah, and being like it isn't that serious yeah this isn't the moment where you prove right whether or not you are care about paul because you're willing to stay up until 4 a.m to pick him up from the bus station okay okay right you're yeah. tired yeah go to so, sleep dude. so you're trying to yeah and you're trying to so yeah you're trying to establish that you are your own thing and you don't Cause that's uh, not your need. What's your need to to be the helpful one? 
No, my need in that moment yeah. is to go to sleep. Okay. Right? That I need sleep. I need to yeah. go to sleep. And my desire to negate that need is to say, no, fuck it. I don't fucking need sleep. You know what's imp- more important than sleep? My values. Yeah, okay. My thoughts, my feelings. So the maybe that idea of the tears is sort of what's got you caught up. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that, totally. that framework. And yeah. that might have to do with the fact, one thing that the Steppenwolf uh, uh, hates and uh, looks down on is these pleasure seekers. These mm-hmm. these people who are who are consumed with desires of like, you know, the sensual desires. You know what I mean? And that... Mm-hmm. And, that made me start to think of like, like, or I don't know, the way you also you're talking about your needs, it just makes me think of like the difference between like a desire being a lack, you know, that classic idea of a desire, is a desire a lack mm-hmm. that must be filled mm-hmm. or is a desire just a fucking desire? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. It's just a fucking, it's all it is. It doesn't need to be a lack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, and and also, like, that reminds me of, like, sort of, like, when I was reading that thing about the, ple- you know, disdaining the pleasure seekers, is like, that's sort of, like, where Nietzsche goes, like, the, his, his emphasis on the Epicureans, like, mm-hmm. the Epicureans, like, it's one Greek sect, that it's not, it's not quite hedonism, it's not just, mm-hmm. let's get lit and, like, do Molly and fuck. Well, it's almost, it's almost more. <laughs> the it's almost more than, it's no, but it's a, yeah, that. but it's a subtle, it's a subtle hedonism. It's a mm-hmm. subtle hedonism that's, that, that. In those moments where you start to see the framework build up in your mind, you bring yourself back to your senses and bring yourself back to your body. Mm-hmm. Your body is tired. Your body needs to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. That doesn't say anything. It has no symbolic significance. It is just, now, I am a body. That's true. But you and I are both people who forego sleep regularly. Yeah, but uh, for in the me, pursuit of other things. I sleep though. When I sleep, I fucking sleep. And mm-hmm. sometimes completely out of sync with the daily cycles. Mm-hmm. Now, if I wanted to intellectualize, I'd say I can't I shouldn't sleep in the daytime. I shouldn't mm-hmm. sleep because it's not what one does. When my body needs to crash, I let it fucking crash. Same time, I don't see much point in most fucking patterns other than my activity. So, when I am going, I'm trying to, I'm, I, I think there's nothing wrong with that urgent feeling of like, okay, I don't see any bigger reason why the fuck I'm here. So while I am here, I'm going to fucking go in, dude, until and use my body, treat my body what it is, which is a machine. But it's do you a, feel like you're in some ways like negating natural cycles doing that? Or do you only see that as negating I see it as, societal cycles? I see, I see that as negating the sun cycle. The sun mm-hmm. cycle isn't the only cycle that humans have ever existed in. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the current one we live in mm-hmm. because we're a Christian sun religion post agricultural. I sound fucking well, but I fuck, I sound like a fuck right now. But when you when you chug a bunch of coffee, yeah, you don't see that as what what do you think is going on there? I think I'm saying that's my preferred drug. Mm-hmm. I think we all we all do different drugs to that's that's what that's what, that's what being a human is that we've developed ways to eat and then we've there's two things you need to survive you need to eat you need to subsist and you need to get lit because this existence is of self-awareness above animals mm-hmm. is the the ultimate uh uh, tri- uh unfixed existence mm-hmm. it's that's what the human i feel like that's what the human condition is it's dwelling in the unknown the per, the that that half conscious because mm-hmm. we have the idea of, of god Mm-hmm. We have an idea of seeing everything, and then, we have, and then we have understanding of animals, which don't see and don't have any awareness themselves. Sure. So, all through history, every culture has some drug to get lit, and and something to eat. We're the we are the agricultural grain religion, so we we drink mead, we drink we get lit off boots. That's the that's the thing. Opium and other religions. 
arguably fucking mushrooms in early hunter-gatherer religions to sure. some people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think that oftentimes stimulants to me in terms of my body chemistry are the most are, is the one I use. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's bad. I don't judge because you know what I mean. I think it's it's pre, it's just preferable. It's just in terms of my ex- experience. And then uh, what's it called when you um, try something and then check it, like in the scientific method, uh, mm-hmm. trial and error. That's the one that's most effective. Do you see it as a means of control for you? Yeah, stimulants. I feel like well, stimulants is a is an active. It's an active drug. Yeah. I, yeah, I think. But other times, I go, I, I've gone through, you know, when I was working up north, I was like, weed, I was smoking a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was still drinking shitloads of coffee, you know? And there's like that microdose stand, but I, but I don't know. I, I, I don't think that... Well, I feel like something is emerging, which yeah. like, is like, there's, there's the first kind of section where you, there's like a disdain for the cycles that other people are going through or the lives that they are living through and then how it reflects on your own, which is like... A lot of what Henry Holler does. You're saying that's what you took from what I, what I my my tirade just there. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think that there's okay. I think there are times when I have I, gone through disdain of of other. No, cycles. I don't think that that's oh, where oh, you okay. are. Okay, well then what I do you, don't think that's where you're at. And then there's a step above that. Yeah. With or to the side or somewhere else. Yeah. Right. Which is all ways of life or ways of life. Which are like each of us is blind to things, is woke to things, is like deriving animalistic pleasure from our activities, from our feeling of being woke, from all that. And okay. I feel like that's also that's like the Herman Hesse yeah. perspective, okay. or seemingly the Herman Hesse perspective on Steppenwolf is like, look, like. Henry Holler thought he was like being super woke, and like you probably thought he was being super woke too. But like, here's the he's thing: he's not woke. He's not. I, well, he's just as woke as anybody else. I mean, yeah, we're okay. really like each but of us is going. Just to it. clarify, you're losing me a little bit. This is what you're drawing from what I just said. There's, these are the two levels from what I just said about my approach to. <laughs> no, it, I I, I want to be clear. I just want to be clear. Uh, this is my reaction. I okay. don't know if this is my the only thing that I drew. This is okay. This is how so I'm there are two levels to it. One is is a disdain, and then a third. You're like each, for other people. each time I say it, you're like, okay, that's it. No, no, no. no. Well, I'm <laughs> so just... there's and then there's the third. Yeah. Right. Which is, which is I, I feel like what's really going on with this book, which is that he paints for us this portrayal and we like identify it with it immediately. Right. Almost anybody who's ever read Steppenwolf has been like, fuck, that's kind of me. Yeah. Like I'm kind of going through that. Yeah. And then there's, and then he's like, well, look, just like, this is just like anything else. Don't be too quick to identify this. This man is also flawed. This yeah. is not the true spiritual journey, all of that. Yeah. But I think the third piece is like the, the book is written in too compelling too emotionally true and too personal a way yeah. for it to be uh, a true critique. I think what it is is it's like an exploration yeah. of Hess's own kind of like self-awareness. And what he's saying is like, he's kind of saying like, this is me. I'm aware that it doesn't actually make me any better, but right. I, but I like, that is the way, that is the project right. that I'm trapped in right. kind of for my life is right. that I will always feel like I am trying to reach to the greater thing. I am going through Dionysian expulsions of personality, right. the shattering of self. I'm constantly desiring more and more and more. And right. then, right. Uh, and then coming into new personalities. It's not a, crit- yeah, it's and not a, it's, cr- and it's a love of that. 
Yeah, it's like it's a embracing it's a love of, song. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But I but I feel like that's that's the distinction between me going like yeah I have my preferred uh, 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 sleeping habits I have my preferred uh, 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 drug drug choices mm-hmm. um, and that's what I'm doing that's just what I'm doing versus going you guys don't realize you're doing that see <laughs> you know and I think that that's something I've been reckoning with a lot lately mm, where I think impulse. like that impulse yeah, and yeah. I think that when I was back when we were living together over the winter and. And I think a lot, yeah, this past winter, I think I was a little bit in a, in a look at me. Um, I don't want to just move the couches. I want everybody to d- agree that I'm moving the couches also type of mode. Mm-hmm. I think I was in a mode where I needed everybody to see it. And if I was going to question what, what my habits were and not just fall into some practice habits based on the culture I'm in, everyone else has to also. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so when you ask me about my habits or whatever, because I think there's an implication with that question is like, well, dude, you know, I feel like there's maybe a little bit of judgment. You know what I, I'm saying? Yeah, I wonder. And I, I have felt that like reaction in you since I asked that question. And like, I felt no judgment. I, I felt like what I was like asking you is like, basically you're talking, it felt like you switched once I asked about natural cycles. Because you're like, I'm like going with my body. I was a little defensive. You got a little bit defensive because yeah. I was like, well, do how do you feel the caffeine interacts with this like ability to go with your body's natural cycles. Do you think that that is in line with that or that's a way of controlling that? Not that that would be bad because we all have ways of controlling, like seeking control of right. like take, because that's a part but do of, you think, but, but, but do you think that you're, do you think, do you agree with that, that we all need drugs to subsist or do you think that, that you don't, you don't, I am, um, you you well, don't. Sean, as we discussed, I don't need anything. <laughs> No, I. What are your? I'm not Yeah, do you, I'm not sure that I would describe it through the same framework as like, but but like within that framework of like, of we all need drugs. What is a drug? A we drug is, need... is is something that doesn't isn't required for your subsistence, mm-hmm. on a physiological level, mm-hmm. but that we do nonetheless for some type of release or outside get you know this yeah. is festivals this has gone on yeah, I guess forever i like i have a desire Di- i mean i mean i don't mean music festivals i mean in greek times right. the the, right. the, the, the yeah, concept so like of the, the escape of self the pagan the, festival like, yeah. yeah so but yeah, i don't think you've answered the question do you think that do you, do you agree with that or do you think that that you can achieve a state of sober uh, enlightenment which is a arguably a drug which is a, arguably a drug in itself i mean i guess like i i get this feeling that like we constantly need to feel like what we're doing in our lives is meaningful and that to me is like the the highest drug and perhaps you'll say that that is like my drug that is like the no but you don't think like, you don't think you reg- require you don't think you, re- you do you rely on any chemical substances to subsist uh i tell you what i, I drink booze a heck of a lot okay uh, uh, too much probably to to deny that there are, is like some kind of chemical interaction. But it works for you. Sure. And encourages social activity, which you value. Sure. Right? Uh-huh. And it encourages the sleep cycle that you value. Uh-huh. Right? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I, but I also think that it would be perhaps naive to think that there's some state one can achieve that's above that in it. That is above need. Yeah, I mean, I think that we are bodies in time, and we are developing minds in time, and we have needs. That's why we 
move. <laughs> That's why we're not just static. That's why we're not dead. Because we need things in there to continue being yeah. the thing that we are. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, you know, the like the the framework of drugs. I think doesn't quite uh, encapsulate that to me. Well, uh, you don't seems think like that booze is a drug? I did think booze is a drug, oh. but I don't think that like that framework really like captures the real like movement that's going on here. That like what the real like desire or need is. I mean, I could. You know, Those uh, are two there, Ernest Hemingway. Ernest Hemingway has a, a short story called "The the the Nun, the Something, and the Radio," and it's kind of about like how everybody needs something to fill the void. Everybody right. needs something to fill the silence. Right. And for some people, it's morphine, and for some people, it's religion, yeah. and for some people, it's Indeed. the radio, and for some people, it's culture. For some people, it's organizing unions. For some people, it's the constant sense of adventure. Um, right. I mean, I agree with that too. I think that that's an interesting framework. But you I don't just, like it. I, I, it just feels like it feels like a good framework. Right. It feels but you like you want it. something else. It can't be enough. It can't be. In, it's not a framework. It's it's literally it's just. I mean, it is. A it's literally a framework for understanding the world. Right. It's a cat. It's a. But if you look at the okay, let's not even get into let's not even get to the bigger symbolic step of some type of ideology that was. That's a framework. But in terms of just needing literally a drug to subsist or some type of habitual, festive, whatever mm-hmm. litmus litmus test, um, <laughs> um, that's that's just tangible. That's just tangible. I mean, okay, you can look at somebody who, I mean. You can look at somebody like, and you can look at somebody maybe who's taken a vow of sobriety, you know, or, or to, you know, living in a monastery somewhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then, but isn't the constant say, interaction with their desire and the negation of that basically a drug? That's what I'm saying. What so, saying. so we yeah. do jump out to the symbolic. But I'm, I'm just trying to say in a tangible. I'm just trying to get you to agree with me, because okay, I think that that on a tangible sense, because like, once they start going, oh yeah. Like I see what you're doing, man. You're living that life. You got that job. That's your drug, man. Then, then mm-hmm. yeah, it turns into a little bit of like a Steppenwolf type idea uh, framework. But I don't. I think the idea that it's bad, that it's bad to have some drug you rely on, is perpetuated by the fact that mm-hmm. the way the laws are set up are that certain drugs are okay. Mm-hmm. Take a prescription, but then there's the bad drugs that the bad people take. And I think that's an idea, maybe that I am trying to flesh out and show to people. You know, sure. but but I well, think. Well, but what about um, people with um, what society deems as dangerous fetishes? So no, having my... sex with children or murdering people. Right. Those are drugs, right? Those no. are things that people use to feel good. That is different. That's that's it, that's with. imposing on somebody else. That's imposing on somebody else. When you're taking your drug for yourself, when someone's rolling up a J on their stoop, mm-hmm. they're not imposing on anybody else. Mm-hmm. And but but still, it's sad that it's bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so yeah. I think it's it's a that's a that has to do with an idea that's based in Christianity, like in in our country's founding religion mm-hmm. and it has to do with it of cleanliness and for sure and out, yeah. out, you know what's outside of that sure. and but but i i don't what i'm and trying to say to, what i'm trying to say to hide whatever drug it is we're using yeah exactly to make ourselves feel better about all the fucking painkillers we're on that you know are are we paid private health care for and we have you know whatever you know what i'm sure. saying or getting lit in an academic okay whatever whatever setting a work setting or whatever you know what i mean like let's get lit together yeah a um, conversation like this Sure. What do you mean a conversation like this? For many people, is it like a drug? I think for me, serves as a kind of drug. But see, you're trying to... Yeah, okay. I'm not saying that. I'm literally saying I'm talking about booze. I'm talking about booze. And the, the you're trying drug. to pinpoint what my drug is. No, no. I'm trying to say that 
we all, when I say we all need a drug, mm -hmm. um, and it, that implies that it's bad, I'm not, I'm saying it's not bad. I'm saying it's right. not bad, but not because bad of the drug. way that certain ones are encouraged or not, makes us think that it's bad. Sure. And that we need to achieve some higher state of purity mm -hmm. that is above that, which it seems to be why you're pushing back on what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is I'm not being critical. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that's just how it is and that's okay. And there are reasons why we're, we're ingrained to think that it's bad. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I'm trying to get at. But so I'm not, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Drugs aren't bad. Is that okay? Yeah. Was that the central point? No, I mean, yeah, but it's just because you say that it doesn't mean that you do. I feel like to some, de <laughs> I feel like to some degree you you want to skirt around that fact and you uh, and you want to kind of go like, because I mean I think part of the 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 ties into our our conflict of things that I do seeming seemingly actively trying to show a different way, which is perhaps true, which is perhaps totally accurate, you know, and it's something I've been reckoning with and as certain crutches that I've been leaning on that well, I realize sure. aren't I... crutches fall away. I start to recognize that in myself and I go, start to go, it doesn't mean you have to renounce all the things that you, the ideas you're doing. You just got to fucking do them. Right. And, and, not we, and we label people. more things as crutches than actually are probably, or, or are, is what you're saying that there aren't any crutches, that they're just drugs and that's okay. No, those are, yeah, those are, those are, yeah, those are, but I mean, I mean, other people crutches, like, like I, I, as the, the affirming forces through other people fall away, you have to just embrace that, like, you need the things that you need, and it's okay that you need them, mm -hmm. but you don't need to show, try to get other people to tell you that it's okay that you need the things you need. You just have to accept that and act and continue to act and try to be, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, and I feel like maybe there's a slight conflict where, where, you see when I'm doing some other some oh, when I'm on some other shit I'm making a judgment on on you and and, and your mm -hmm. shit and if you're not doing the same things that I'm doing and on the same you know then that means that you think that it's bad and what I'm trying to say is that like like because then maybe it's also looking away from the fact that like you do need it's interesting like it, yeah like you do need stuff and that's but that's also okay you know what I mean it's, I think it's okay that we need stuff yeah. And I think, I think the reason, the idea, the morality that that's pasted onto it, that's sort of self, it's not good. It's not good for you to feel bad about themselves. It's a cultural thing that's like, you know, that that may be less relevant today than it used to be. Yeah, I mean, I think things aren't factions. I, I, I think I'm split a little bit on it because it's it feels like you're like referencing right where I talked about like talking to my therapist about like my desire to like prove that I have no needs to myself right, right to like right. whenever I feel a need coming on to like negate it in some I'm way. saying I think that's a sort of a malignant uh, impulse. Yeah, I think uh, I think in some ways it isn't in some ways it isn't I think okay. like one like you're making a moral judgment on it, which you're entitled to do. No, but, I'm, I'm saying, uh, I'm saying the moral judgment element in it is, is what sort of sucks. Is what's I, bad about it. Yeah. Well, it's just, no, <laughs> that's no, not a moral no, judgment. That's, about, tan that's <laughs> tangibly, that's tangibly, um, going to lead to, um, um, uh, it's manifesting itself in, in, uh, inhibitive way that literally one sees as a possible ways to act in the well, world. It's not about, What's good right. or bad I, I in, a, in a higher that's, intellectual right. sense? You're, well, you're using different criteria to say good and bad. I mean, you're well, still, well, you're good, still and good and bad, but you're saying w within like a sphere of like healthy self or like or like 
bringing on happiness in your life. Yeah, because like they're, they're, they're different because or, that has to do with your body and your mental well-being, which is which is a tangible. That's the only thing that's tangible. It's, it's a physical versus an idea that you're mastering. Sure. I mean, those are good reasons to use that as a moral framework. But uh, I think one, what I would say is, I, I don't know if I completely agree with that moral framework of like that is what constitutes. But it's not about that. agreeing or not. But, See, because it's you're and still the, dwelling and the other on the intellectual. Is, the other thing that I would say is that uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a move, dude. You can't see outside of what what you think. Well. Look, this is the I, move. It like it's it, like a glossing over. It's a looking off in the distance and being like, "This, this I'm gonna stay in this intellectual." For the record, I was, I was looking off in the realm. distance there. You know, it's an intellectual realm. I, and if anything, I'm just proposing that as a way, because I feel like that, I'm that has to, to acknowledge do, what you're saying. Yeah. Which is that, I think that there are many aspects of the negation of need or trying to escape need that are about asceticism, that are about cleanliness that are tied to Christianity and power that are yeah that are tied to power that are actively harmful yeah I totally agree with that I totally agree with that but it's not about yeah I don't it's not necessarily I don't necessarily think in my heart of hearts and self that that is the only thing that's going on with that okay and I think that uh I mean Nietzsche says uh (laughs) let's bring it back to Nietzsche that'll that'll uh, help us live well Nietzsche says that that uh the only thing that has created meaning in this world is bending oneself uh, under a rule consistently, right? That's like, that's how we create meaning is by, we create rules and then we live by those rules. And, and then and from there, we find meaning truth. is meaning is created. And I also don't believe that like, that means that what we should be doing is completely denying ourselves our needs and desires and things like that. But I do think that there is a, a middle ground here to be discussed, which is where it's about awareness of what our needs are doing to us and and what our drugs are doing to us and make turning us into and how yeah. they're changing the way we interact with the world. Yeah. And trying not to judge those and trying to take take a step back in that moment and say, what is this for? What does this do? Yeah. Uh, and sometimes being able to deny them and sometimes not. Because I think part of what has made me the person I am today, which is a person that I love, which is a person that... I, I love every step of the way of, of what I have been and what I've become Damn. Uh, is is a negation of need. And so how can I say that a negation of need is is objectively bad, is morally reprehensible, is Loving totally unhealthy? Loving every step of the way is a negation of need? Loving. A negation of need and a desire to negate need is part of, is a large part of Okay. who I am yeah, today that, and, and what you, has made you, me who you, I am. You like that element of yourself. I like myself. And I like when it. you see that element of it you when you see that element of it having uh, harmful effects on your day-to-day and you, you, I'm you try to, to reconcile you try to parse it. through it but yeah. at the at your baseline there's something about that that is integral to your value system and you don't want to let go of i don't want to i don't want to abandon pieces of myself and i don't you're I, singular yourself <laughs> that can't change what <laughs> your singular self that can't change uh, I mean, I am a history. I am all the things that have happened to me and who, and, and all the things that I've done. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to create a new self that is about negating a past self. Right. So where, where do you think that, where do you think that, 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 uh, that de facto or sort of just not de facto, but that that the importance on that element of yours, that idea or that, that element of yourself, which is there's something about needing things and how that makes me feel that is counter to what I ultimately see as valuable. What, what do you think that's based in? What do you think that's based in? 
what do you think the, the history of that of that what do you think the life of that history of that idea is tied to that the the idea that there's something inherently uh sus there's something inherently uh uh bad about about needing things or the 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 impulse to self-regulate and reckon with those those impulses there's something of value to that on the flip side i mean in like freud's civilization and it's discontents he says like the ability to regulate one's behavior is what allows us to have civilization okay so there's something okay to right yeah so yeah to, to so so like the the ability to reconcile oneself with one's needs and desires and at times negate them and at times accept them yeah is i think a basic tenet of humans of interacting with other humans yeah yeah and and i think i just i don't like want to subscribe to the i don't want to first of all i don't want to subscribe to the dichotomy that i think has permeated much of my life yeah. which is that need is bad right that's right. like the one that I'm really trying to to like face yeah. now, yeah. and I also don't want to take myself to the place where I say need is good. Yeah, everything that I need, I absolutely need. I cannot yeah. deal without. Right, and that is like an integral part of who I am. That's a, that's that's a there's something alarming about that idea. Why? That's what you're saying, man. Right? What's wrong? What's what, what? What's wrong? What's wrong with that? With feeling like I'm I'm someone who is not a whole. I'm not a whole. I'm not an island. I, I have different. I mean, I don't know. I agree with you. That's a fucking. It's an alarming idea. <laughs> um, what is alarming or scary or or not good about that? About just. Being, I mean, I think because then I, I would feel too animalistic. Yeah, exactly. I'd feel out of control. I'd yeah. feel. Uh, I, I think uh, that I think we lose playfulness, because I think playfulness also like in sex, right? You think about you're fucking somebody. Part of the fun is like desire oh, and re and, re and rejection of desire. It's the playfulness of pain and pleasure of pulling out and teasing and then going back in. Hmm. It's saying no, and then saying yes. And like, what does that have to do? Okay. Yeah. That is the creative process. Our our ability to do that, to say no and yes. But isn't isn't the isn't the acknowledgement that we are just these small small creatures that like have all these like different needs and that we're that we we, we are trying to react to and then and then and then can I just finish? Yeah, go ahead. Um, and then recognizing that and sort of like laughing at the smallness that you feel isn't that isn't that the immortal laughter that henry haller has at the end of the book isn't that the point like all these different things and you thought you were so important and you thought you could you could carve your way into into some type of wholeness like mozart does and and mm -hmm. be a statue that lives on 400 years later and then just go like, <laughs> Bro, no like i'm just here like and you know and laughing isn't that kind of like you know it's not a point not really a point because there's nothing you can do to that tangibly mm -hmm. that you know so i'm you know i don't want to say that's the point has this mm -hmm. making but mm -hmm. isn't that something isn't there something tied to that like a, a little bit of like a renunciation of of the, the the idea that we can we can carve our way i mean of course like that doesn't mean you like blow a renunciation of personality no and renunciation of the idea of, of humans becoming of renounce of getting rid of the animalistic side of ourselves and going towards the God side of ourselves. No, because, no, no, because here's the thing. I think that laughter is also 
laughter at the Steppenwolf. It's like you think that you're just an animal. You are trapped in this place where you are looking at yourself and trying to decide. Right. That's hilarious. Right, but the you idea... You feel depressed about that. That's hilarious. Interesting. You think this is the deepest most sacred sorrow that's hilarious yeah but you the want to escape the that and go, only, and go only into need that's hilarious every project you can have is hilarious that you're trying to like do any of it and yet you will continue with it there's no escape that is like yeah. the funniest thing in the whole world but i'm not saying that yeah the this the laughter at the steppenwolf is the end yeah exactly but what is the steppenwolf the steppenwolf thinks that they are that they can what become something higher than everybody else right i think in one way but also Step- like like the other way that the steppenwolf shows up is like in contrast to the to like being with others is like it's the alone it's the animal it's the raw anger it's like pure emotion it's pure need and then the bourgeois henry holler is like the total renunciation of need of just like i will like gather my petunias i will sweep my garden steps i will i think the step tenant and i will and then you're saying yeah fuck everybody i want to eat them you know but how is that how is that how is that how does that make him not need anything the the bourgeois henry holler is saying i have needs and mm-hmm. I am living a life that feeds them. Hmm. And the Steppenwolf wants so to achieve the, a state. The, the Steppenwolf wants to achieve a Steppenwolf state. Steppenwolf is trying to be on of, its own. Of interest, right? Right. Total loneliness. Not denial to- of denial of any sort of need. Denial. Sure. Yeah. He's yeah, literally. He literally. Dis- he literally, like he literally disdains it. the pleasure seekers because they're giving in to that base impulse to fucking feed them so you know what i mean i mean aren't we highlighting your point about the drugs in like this exact like each of us both highlighted the same like tendency right but how does he how does he come to his epiphany he throws himself into a drug and then like is able to laugh at everything because he's just like you know what i'm saying before he was i don't know yeah getting so is that lit off booze so that's (laughs) what we should do no that's not what we should do but I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's there. There's a a bad thing about going into a, a moment of 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 pleasure and and escape from one's own frameworks. And, sure. You know what I mean. I don't mean? think so either. I yeah. think most of the time we completely benefit from it. Where? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. You know, when you're a little stuck Sa- in your head, go, just go you know, just Simon. go get lit. No. Go get lit. No, no, sorry. Coffee. Coffee. Sean's right. I'm wrong. Sean's drug is better. It's not about that, bro. <laughs> still stuck. Still stuck. <laughs> but we'll get there. Don't We're think, trying. Don't think, bro. Hey, you're start. stuck. You're stuck. Hey, I'll, I'll help you out. Don't worry. I'll pull you out of that mud pit. I got you. Role, dude. I got you. Don't I'm worry. Benevolent, I'm <laughs> benevolent big bro. Um, hey, well, I think we went a lot of places. What do you think? I agree, Sean. I think we went a lot of places. <laughs> What do you what do you got to get off your chest to, to wrap this up, dude? Get it off now, or forever hold your peace. Get off now, or this is my last I, day before dying. I, I just think I think I think we did. I, I don't know. I think we. I feel like I sorted a lot of stuff when we came around to a place that was like, I don't know. But if, I also don't want to just be like the decider of when the conversation ends. You know what I mean? No, I mean I think this is 
This is a fine place to end. It's a great think, encapsulation uh, of, <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of the rubbing points between two, uh, you know, I would say, people I think who have the The truth. conversation also itself, <laughs> like, like, fucking, like, went through it. I think that yeah. there was, like, there were periods of intense openness and then yeah. periods of real, like, trying to assert uh, a framework. No, I think it's dialogue, man. It's dialogue. It's just different ideas. Mm -hmm. And I think as long as you don't dismiss the idea and want to just keep actually listening and rolling and stuff, that's a fucking, that's fucking great, dude. We don't all need to be on the same page. That was lit, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't see anything, I don't see anything sus about, you know, like little conflicts and just like, you know, try to try to talk her way through some under shit that uh -huh. can't quite be stated overtly. You know, I certainly don't either. Fuck yeah. Well, shit. In fact, I I, I kind of love it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> or that's not what I'm saying. That's that's great. I I, lo I love it too. It's dark now, so let's let's it's let's dark. sync let's, with that let's, cycle. Let's, let's let's call it. Let's you know? call it. The sun is down and pop so some must we. pop some downers. <laughs> Good shit. Much love. Hour forty five.